Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And today our guest is Alyssa Eubank of Plug Public Relations, a friend of ours. Welcome to the show, Alyssa. Hi, guys. It's so good to speak to you. You too. We're so happy to have you on. And today our topic is we're speaking about how to properly voice your opinion on, on social media without offending people. And you and I had had a conversation about this recently where you said to me, and I, it was such an interesting perspective, that mm-hmm. people should express their opinions. Yeah. So I, we were kind of talking about influencers and brands because in my job, I work with brands and influencers kind of every day. And, you know, my job is to see who is stirring the pot a little and who is on the verge of being canceled <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> so, um, so for the general public, they want to see brands they support and influencers that they look up to speak their mind and actually say what they support and what they don't support. So in their minds, if they're looking up to someone and they're being vague about it to keep their audience happy, they feel like they're not really taking a stand Um, which could lead to them, you know, getting some backlash and maybe brands not wanting to work with them and vice versa. If a brand says something and the influencer doesn't agree, maybe they don't want to work with them. So relating that to just our neighborhood, a lot of people are saying like, well, why can't I speak up? Why can't I say it if somebody's going to be mad at me? Well, I... I find it interesting because I'm older than you are, and I've got a son mm-hmm. who's a teenager. So does Martha. She's got a daughter who's a teenager or, or two, um, <laughs> two teenagers. And the thing is, you know, I always feel like because I'm a people pleaser, actor, a middle child, that I don't want to on social media express certain opinions. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's the wrong tack to take. What's your opinion on that? I think that there's a respectful way to to say what you support. And there's no wrong in that. You can always respectfully post something like, here's what I support and why with evidence behind it. And you can also say, here's how you can help me if you would like to support it. The wrong way to do it is if you see a post online and you don't agree with it and you immediately just go off in the comment section telling them why it's wrong, this and this and that. I think a lot of people get so heated because opinions you know, especially like politics and different social movements, people have really polarizing views about it. But I think where people go wrong is just when they're so mean to everyone in the comment section. I mean, you have every right to post what you want on your page. It's just when you go onto other pages and start yelling at somebody because they believe one thing. So we had an example of something that happened in our neighborhood where somebody who's an admin of a pretty popular Facebook page in the neighborhood posted Mm -hmm. on her friend's page and it was political in nature and someone screenshot it and started circulating that. And she received a lot of backlash for that. Again, it was Mm -hmm. on her friend's page. And that's, I feel like, taking it to a whole new level. That's kind of bullying, right? It's it's definitely bullying. Yeah, no, and that's that's not okay at all. And I hope that she blocked those people forever and that she doesn't have to deal with them anymore. <laughs> I'm, my favorite thing is the unfollow and the block button. If I don't agree with your statements, <laughs> I can still be your friend, but I will unfollow you from Facebook. And whenever I want to check in with you, I'll just go back to your page. But I don't have to see your stuff every day if it's going to upset me. 
I think I'm going to post today. I don't like Alyssa just to see what you're doing. <laughs> just to test you. <laughs> oh to my see if gosh. you're watching my page. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually told my daughter uh, when everything was happening at the Capitol a couple of weeks ago, she was mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram and she was paying attention to what everyone was saying. And she got really emotional and really heated up. And she's like, mm-hmm. that's it. I never post, but I'm posting now. And I go, wait, wait, wait. Just not when you're emotional. Just wait mm-hmm. till you calm down. Give it a couple hours. If you still feel strongly, by all means, go for it. But let's just kind of calm down for now and wait and sit on it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is the perfect approach to take, I think. Um, you know, I myself that day in the cap, you know, that the riots happened at the Capitol, I was so upset over it. And I had to take a couple hours to be like, what, what do I post? I mean, I obviously don't agree with this. So how do I say this in a nice way? But I also wasn't in the same turn on the internet just attacking people because they thought it was right or they didn't think it was right. It was just, I was only focused on me. And I think sometimes people just need to remember that. And also I think the golden rule is treat people how you want to be treated. (laughs) If you want to be yelled at online, then that's how you're going to act. But if somebody does it to you and you get upset, you have no right to be upset. (laughs) If you doled that out for yourself. I totally agree with that. But here's the thing. The Capitol was kind Mm -hmm. of, I know that what I mean is it was black and white from a moral standpoint. If you take Uh the politics out of it, it's Mm -hmm. just never good to hurt people. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, physically hurt people. So that is a little bit more clear cut. If somebody doesn't, listen, if I were posting about it, I would never have said something like those darn Republicans. I would have said, this is not right to storm the Capitol. Correct. Is that the correct way to do it? Do you know what I'm saying? You're, yes. you're not you're not going mm-hmm. against somebody. You're going against yes. the violence. Correct. Yes, a hundred percent. I would agree with that. Well, Alyssa, I want your opinion on this. What if your mm-hmm. audience is uh, predominantly strong on a certain opinion, and maybe you don't share completely share those opinions? And as you said earlier, they're looking to you to have an opinion mm-hmm. one way or the other. But what if your audience tends to lean in the opposite direction of what you're thinking? Yeah. So I think that, you know, the normal everyday person doesn't have that happen to them. I mean, I personally have a different political opinion than 90% of my family. So a lot of what I do is I will just post something that they really can't refute. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's just like, here's what I feel. If you have something to say about it, you will get blocked. I don't care who you are. If you're my grandma, you will get blocked. Because <laughs> Poor I granny. I know, but the thing is, my grandma would never comment something like that because she's not mean. You know what I mean? So it's right. just kind of like some family members I know will come after me. But again, the way I've been navigating it is I only post when I really feel strongly about it. And I feel like I need to say something morally for my own conscience. Um, to make sure that I'm on the right side of history. And I've never had anyone comment on my things to be rude about it because I'm coming from a place of understanding and wanting to be, you know, on the right side. So I think it it also depends on the tone of the post. If you're just posting things and saying like, way to go so-and-so, or like you're blaming a certain sector of the population on why this happened, I think there's... a people can read tone, you know, through a photo or a caption and they can understand where you're coming from and they'll take that as an invitation to question you on it. 
So, Alyssa, how do you handle a, cer- a situation when you post something that in your mind wasn't political or controversial whatsoever? Like, for example, several months ago, I posted on Facebook just wanting people's opinions of if there a lot of kids went to school at home after the football team got put in quarantine because they didn't want it the risk the chance of being put on mandatory quarantine. And my daughter mm-hmm. wanted to stay home. I wanted her to go in person. And I was genuinely just trying to get people's input and get the consensus if more people were staying home or, or whatnot. And I got a lot of really, really great feedback. But then there was one or two that started making it more political. And um, apparently it's a hot topic with how they're handling the in-person versus at school at the time when I asked the question. And like, to me, that wasn't supposed to be controversial whatsoever. Right. Yeah. So in those situations, I think the best way to handle it, you could either ignore it or you could take the high road and say, thanks so much for sharing your opinion. Um, I see your point and I appreciate you sharing Um, Or if you don't see their point, you could just say, thank you so much for sharing, you know, like, because you were kind of, if you, if you're asking for people to comment, people are going to comment whatever they want. It's just a fact of, you know, how you're acknowledging them. So it doesn't get nastier. I love, thanks so much for sharing because, because it's kind of like, that's really mm-hmm. good. You should I'm be- sorry you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. You should, you're so good at this. You should be a publicist. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've only been doing this for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a question for you, and I hope I don't put you on the spot. But when it comes to teenagers, um, uh-huh. uh, we have a 16-year-old, Martha and I, and uh, I'd like to say to my son, I try to tell him, be get very careful what you post because it's there forever. I'd like to have three points that I can share with him that don't sound overbearing uh, or like I'm trying to control his opinions. Um, mm-hmm. Three little pieces of advice for him on how to post. Well, well, Facebook memories are forever. And I cringe daily at what I posted when I was 16 on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wish I could turn that feature off sometimes because I was posting like weird song lyrics that obviously I was just being a moody teenager, but they come back. And if Don't be somebody, a moody teenager, write that down. Exactly. If you okay. commented on that or liked it, uh, you, your friends are also going to see it as well. So it's just, <laughs> maybe don't do that. <laughs> okay. um, for the other two, oh man, um, I, I get going back to the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated. Um, mm-hmm. Comment nice things. You know, treat people with kindness, as Harry Styles says. Um, Just don't be, just don't be mean. (laughs) Um, And third, I think I, the past few years, my social media has evolved into really only posting things that I really care about or I really love. And some people might call this like the Instagram effect where everything has to be Instagram worthy. Um, But I call it being selective. So um, I really, I don't post that much. Like some people will post every single day and maybe, maybe take a break and say, what do I want to post about? Am I using my voice for something productive or am I being negative? And I'm in a, in a month when I'm not feeling so negative, am I going to like those negative posts or, you know, commentary that I did? Probably not. So just really think about it as a col- snapshots of your life that you want to look back on. And in 10 years, when you're seeing your Facebook post when you were a teenager, are you going to like that? 
Yeah, it's kind of like when you edit the pictures of yourself out that are really bad. <laughs> like when you had a perm. Or like <laughs> well, you just you just really want to put your best foot forward and really mm-hmm. present your best self. And also, I remind my kids that employers could look at this, or in the case of going to college, when you're going to go through sorority recruitment, they could look at that and mm-hmm. really be careful of those red cups in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's so true. And so I kind of came of age during like when Facebook really opened up um, public to the world really instead of just college age people so many years ago. Um, So for me, it's, I grew up in the age where people really started looking at your social media to determine your employment or your admission into college. And I went to SMU, so they do their research. Um, So it's really important to just have your social media reflect who you are in a positive light. I, I think that's, those are words to live by. Let's say that, you know, <laughs> and, and I have to say, Martha and I know a lot of people or several people who in our neighborhood have been kicked off of social media. Mm. Uh, what's your opinion on that? What's your opinion on kicking people off? Kicked off or like our neighborhood page. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like on the page or if Facebook puts them in Facebook jail? Yes, exactly. Facebook <laughs> I'm out. Um, I mean, if it's a pri- if it's a private sector, they are allowed. They have rules that you have to abide by. You sign up in the terms and conditions to abide by those rules, and if you violate them, they have every right to kick you off. It's a free public service, so yes, they can ban you. But in a private account, a lot of private groups will have rules when you sign up, and you have to say, "I agree to these rules." If you don't follow them, the admin can make, you know, suggestions <laughs> or kick you yeah. out. Um, so I think people just have to understand. It, it kind of just goes back to don't be a douche. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pardon my French. You but tell my son that. It's going in the three right, rules. Write that on your <laughs> <laughs> So it's, you know, if it's a private group, they have every right to kick you off. Even public groups. I'm in a skincare group, which has like 200,000 people in it. And it's based in the U.K., but people every day don't follow the rules on there and their posts get deleted and then they make another post. Why did my post get deleted? And then the first comment is always, you violated the rules. <laughs> like you yeah. have to follow the rules. Certain brands are not allowed to be spoken of in here and you're giving skincare advice that could ruin someone's skin. You're not allowed to do that. So well, it's kind of like if you go to a restaurant and they say you have to wear a jacket. Right. <laughs> or now, you know, you now it's like if you go to the grocery store, you have to wear a mask. I mean, yeah. you just got that's the law now. So it's kind of, you know, it's it's so hard to navigate, but it really isn't because you just have to go back to was I nice today? Did I was I did I incite someone to be mean? Um, did I violate a rule? Then it's on you. Yeah. Well, excellent advice. We really appreciate it. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's like a guide to manners on social media. I mean, it's so, <laughs> it's so obvious, but just basically be mindful of the rules and spread happiness. Positivity. You should write a book, Alyssa, and it should be called. Oh that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be called. Don't be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By Alyssa. <Dubank. laughs> I'm going to tweet that today. <laughs> Okay, now I want to bring up a very controversial topic, 
And that is the memes of Bernie Sanders that have been circulating all over social media. (laughs) (laughs) I love the Bernie memes. They are my favorite thing to come out of the internet in a while. (laughs) So I started posting so many because they just kept getting better and better as like the days progressed. And I get a call from my grandma who's 86 and she's like, why are you posting Bernie Sanders so much? I don't get it. And why is he in different places? I'm just like, Graham, I promise you it's funny. Well, I don't get it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> well, he really made his rounds. He even made an appearance on the Bubble Lounge with he us. He did. And then he made an appearance just on my social media yesterday because we were in Telluride skiing. And my friend is the guy who played Bernie from Ber- Weekend at Bernie's, Terry Kaiser, great actor, been acting for 60 plus years. And um, so we were like, we got to do a meme with Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Bernie and Bernie. Yeah, Bernie and Bernie. So we did. And then of course, my mother-in-law, who's 91, uh, Chris was laughing because he's on the phone with her on the plane. And he's like, she thinks that Bernie Sanders was really at dinner with us. Oh and like he's sitting in the front, like the lawn chair with his mittens on inside a restaurant. It's like so obvious. Too funny. Yeah. Well, that guy really made the rounds. <laughs> well, now I, agree. I think it's great. He's using Instagram it for charity. Oh, I'm is. sorry, Alyssa. I just wanted to say, I think it's great that Bernie Sanders decided to make t-shirts out of it and raise money for charity. Yeah, for yeah. Mills on Wheels, right? Yes. Yeah, he made a lot of money for them. That was awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, now you can go on Instagram stories and become Bernie yourself. They have a, a filter where it's your <laughs> oh, head, but you have Bernie's body. I did that last night and sent it to you. <laughs> I'm going to have to look that yeah, up. <laughs> Well, Alyssa, thank you so much. You shared so many great words of wisdom for us. And I can't wait for your grandma to see you on Bernie Sanders' body. (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa, what happened to you? Can I get some of those mittens? (laughs) No, what's what's going to be funny is when I post the Bubble Lounge segment to my Facebook page, and then she's going to listen and be like, you made fun of me on the internet. Uh-oh. We love you, Granny. We do. Thanks for being on the show, Granny. Thank you. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. You always, anytime. Yeah, we always love working with you in any way and hanging out with you, which will happen soon. So this oh, has been another episode of The Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson, and we'll catch you next time. 